0: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. And uh, this week, of course, we have Dahoot with us. Yo! What up? And then uh, we have our new official third comer to the podcast that's going to be with us from now on. Uh, we have Muggin. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. I don't know that...
1: That that phrase you used, third comer, that just didn't sound Third comer. Good.
0: I come, no. you come, he comes, third comer.
1: Uh that's It's uh, only dirty if
0: you make it dirty, dude.
1: <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. We all
0: we all come to the podcast. That's, man, uh, that sounds dirty no matter what <laughs> way you say it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, right. That's
0: Anyways, bad. there you go. So, uh <laughs> you're welcome and uh happy podcasting from Are we, we along,
2: doing are we doing phrasing? Phrasing? <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. praising other things (laughs) i'm still doing that
0: praising all right let me get past this next spiel real quick so we can get into the good stuff asap it's time for the shameless shilling Mm. still good that one i felt like was just premium so i had to stop and check that was good good that was good
2: that was the best yet that i've been involved in
0: there we go boom all right um So yeah, first of all, uh, thank you to all of our patrons, of course, for listening to us. Uh, You guys are our I want to say bread and butter. Um, but yeah, it basically are <laughs> bread and butter. <laughs> you guys yes. keep the lights on over here. So we really appreciate it. And if you're interested in learning more about our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. We can check out all the tiers and all the perks that you get. And uh, that includes also access to a special discord um, meant just for the patrons. But if you want to join on our public discord, you can do that at discord.me forward slash a n r, where we talk about Everything and anything from stocks to games to finance, uh, or I said stocks, games, and finance. I also mean movies as well, so there's literally everything in there. So hop on in and tag us if you have any questions about Patreon stuff or just want to hang out, anything like that. And uh, next, of course, we have the biggest way that you can help us beyond the Patreon, and that is going to the Apple Podcast app and writing a five-star review for the pod. That does everything with uh, so much visibility for us to get more people listening to this podcast and ultimately give us more patrons, which ultimately allows us to do this more often. So there we go. Boom. That is everything for the shameless shilling. What did you guys think?
1: Nice and sweet. There Short, you go. Quick. Got through it.
0: I'm condensing it like pretty well, um, pretty well these days. All
1: right. I'm going to be honest. That
2: I mean, listen, things. you can get really lazy and just record <laughs> it once and then just hit the play button and just, you know, it's the same every time, but.
0: I actually might do that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Why don't you just yeah just record it once and then splice it into mm-hmm. the recording
1: later.
0: It's actually not a bad like idea. Maybe um, put some like epic music behind it and stuff like that, too. There you go. There, there you go. There we go. The, yeah, All perfect. right. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off with, uh, I guess, what we did, what we played, uh, what we did listen to. I don't care. Anything that you did this week of interest. Hooch.
1: <laughs> I didn't do a damn thing. No. Work has been <laughs> really freaking busy this week, so as a result... Uh, two things that I really wanted to get into this week mm-hmm. and talked a ton of shit about did not happen. I didn't get Metroid Dread. Uh, actually, I'm going to get that after we get off of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I got nothing on it. I didn't play it. It sucks. And I'm really pissed off about it. There you go. Uh, that's mostly a real life thing where it was like <laughs> I had to wait until I got paid to pick it up. And that was today. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I couldn't play it today because I spent all but about a half hour today in meetings so there was just no opportunity to do anything like that the other thing that i was eagerly anticipating back for blood came out i picked it up what monday night or something like that mm-hmm. was about to jump in and start playing no i didn't get chance to play it till like tuesday so then tuesday night i was jumping was going to start playing it with uh you know some other friends some former co-workers fucking get locked up on me <laughs> and so i had to restart like my entire computer Right, and then during that time, my wife needed my help with something. So by the time I got back, my people that I was gonna play with were all gone. Okay. So, the, so I, I literally not played not more than maybe. Oh, dude, it has not been my week. I, 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 think like, I played about five minutes. But it's like, I, I, I could have played back for blood, but I didn't want to play it with just randos, mm-hmm. right? I wanted to play it with people that you know I, I like, <laughs> and not just. Random Bobos out there who would screw up my experience, so I I did I take that back I I won't say I didn't do anything um I did uh play a lot of or play a a few moments of other older games that nobody cares about anymore like Overwatch Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um because they had a new Halloween event that came out Ah.
0: um
1: but that's like I can you know do that in quick stints and then uh you know play a little late at night and stuff with some other friends. Uh, but none of them played back for blood so on them, but uh, Then the other thing was I did get I did get a little bit of new world done uh, So I was able to actually get my new character up a little higher almost you know a little closer to where uh, My old character was so it's like I, I It's a little bit of a little bit misleading when I say I didn't have any time It's just I didn't have an opportunity because the people I wanted to play with Weren't available to play when I could um, I was gonna try and connect with Vash, but Vash is always like three thirty in the afternoon. Hey, let's uh, let's play some B for B. I'm like, in the middle of the day for me. Yeah, different schedule. Yeah, I'm like, I'm still working, dude. I can't, I can't hop on. You know, and then by the time I get done, ready to play, like you know, eight thirty, nine o'clock, crickets. because nobody is around. Yeah. So, but uh, hopefully next week uh, we'll 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 have a little bit more to say about that. I mean, I didn't see much. I did fire the game, but like I said, and I didn't see anything different from uh, what we played in the beta, which is good. It just means that the game at that point was you know pretty close to release. So, right. I don't know. Hopefully next week. I don't know. So that I, I mean, there were no shows to watch, right? Like, um, which I'm gonna call it is over. Ted mm. Lasso is over. Right. And uh, what if is done? Uh, oh, you know what we didn't mention? Hmm. We we need to mention the trailer, the new trailer for. Um, Hawkeye.
0: Oh yeah. Well, we can talk about that. Uh, we'll
1: talk about that later. But I did see is, that. Right? Yeah, I did see that. So that was that. That was that was interesting to to kind of see how that was. So you did uh, squeeze that shaping up. I did. Met, well, that was like what two minutes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get a chance to watch any shows. I didn't watch any movies because it was like any time I had was like dedicated to just you know playing some games. Uh, and I didn't get a chance to play the the games that I wanted to to play that I talked about. Anyway, that's it for me. What about you?
0: Okay, Muggin, we'll hit you next.
2: Oh, you want me to go? All right, sweet. Um, Well, I've been playing some Diablo II Resurrected on the Switch. Um, There we go. I got into Act 2, and got most of that done, so getting... uh,
0: Let let me ask you a question on that. So... With, like, because I have it on the, the Switch as well, and then I also have it on computer. The one thing that I really hate about the Switch is that there's, like, no multiplayer. I mean, like, like there's, it seems like there's no one, you know, how they have, like, that selection mm-hmm. screen if you want people to join in or whatever. Every time when I'm looking for a specific quest, fucking no one's there. I'll be in a game by myself for 30
2: minutes. Yeah, it's, um, there was a thing I read on the forums where people were talking about basically, because of the lack of lobbies that it's like basically for multiplayer it's a complete ghost town unless you have friends you know that are specifically playing because then you guys group up but yeah it's it's a mess and uh for that kind of stuff and you know what i didn't even realize that when i bought it that they didn't have lobbies um Mm -hmm. so it makes it really hard like for trading and stuff because you can't you can't trade because you can't like go into to the list of lobbies exactly. and find like a oh this is a trade room and everyone goes in the trade room and starts swapping crap around. So we'll see what happens yep. with it, what they what they choose to do with that. I know there's a lot of verbal outcry to get it, um, so we'll see if they choose to redo that and fix that uh, side of the experience a little bit. But
0: yeah, because right now I just find myself although I love playing on the switch for like any kind of single player. I mean, I'd love to have the entire experience on the switch, honestly, but, um, because the handheld bringing it around with me is so much nicer, but but yeah, it's just, I find myself as I'm going higher up and I need more, you know, runs, rushes and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm having to go to the computer for 90% of my stuff now. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah. So yeah,
2: I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm sure it'll happen soon enough. Yeah. But I, I did pick up Metroid Dread and then didn't have any time to play it. So um, <laughs> I played through like the little first part where they kind of tell you what's going on and you see like the, the first Emmy and whatnot. And then I got to the section with the second Emmy and I was exhausted and uh, I kept dying and I was like, All right, I'm done for tonight. But man, that game is like, whew. I played it for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and it's like everything I could have ever wanted and I haven't even like dented it yet. So Don't tease I'm really,
1: me. Don't <laughs> tease
0: me. It's it's multiplayer, correct? No.
2: Single no, it's not. player.
1: It single.
0: Oh, I thought this I thought this version, of the new dread had multiplayer, but alright, never Mm-mm.
2: mind. Mm,
1: nope.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It was about to be a cool game because I was gonna be like, Hey, you know what? I think I'll pick it up and play with you guys, but you know what? They're lost.
2: Yeah, it's I mean it's it's <laughs> definitely uh, something that I'm looking forward to uh, to playing more of. It's mm-hmm it looks good. It runs smooth. The graphics are, are great. The, uh, you know, the controls feel really springy and, uh, and agile and and Samus feels better than I think she ever has in a game as far as like running, jumping. And she's got a new, um, a slide. So before you get the morph ball, you can now slide under some of these smaller, shorter, um, areas, which you use to get away from these Emmy robots and stuff that are chasing you. So it's, mm-hmm. it has a whole new added kind of level of stuff to do outside of just your standard exploration with these like things that are trying to jack you across the maps. So that's been pretty cool. Right. Um, Pokemon unite. Uh, I've been playing that with my son. He continues to oh, yeah. amaze me every time we play. I'm like, don't go in there. There's too many. And he like goes into, you know, into two guys mm-hmm. and he's at half health. And then he just like completely annihilates. And I'm like, all right. Well, I And you said
0: his Pokémon of choice recently has been
2: what? Oh my god. He, dude, he cheese picks a different Pokémon every game. Like he can't he mm-hmm. can't get it together. Like he was playing Absol and then he was playing he kept stealing my um Blastoise and then he's playing um Lucario. I mean, he's all over the place. He loves right. them all, so he he plays it enough to uh to um to kick butt with all of them, I guess. Right, right, right. And then I played a, a small amount of the Gloomhaven early, early release. I picked up today, and I I did a tutorial mission or two in that, which is pretty sweet.
0: Nice. What, what kind of game is it? Is that the? That's not the board game one. That's it the, is.
2: That it is. It's the board game. Oh, it is the board, board game, game turned digital, and it's it's basically like a complete recreation of the board game, like T, but digital. Um, and I got it listed under Gaming News, so we can dive into a little deeper there. But it's it's pretty okay, cool. sweet.
0: All right. Um, well, that's good. Sounds like you had a pretty decent week. Better than Hooch's, at least. Um, oh, shut up. But not quite <laughs> as good as mine. I've been having a great oh, week, my peeps. First of all, this is going to sound like a huge humble brag, but I have to say it. I just want to talk real quick on my stocks. I invested you know I invested in Tesla a long time ago and it shot up and then after the whole um, gamestop thing like it, it rocked I me mean, to lots of stocks the you know the favorite stocks they uh, they shot down and it finally kicked up back to where it was before actually a little bit higher and I had sold off all mine when I saw it was dropping bought really low and now it's back up there so I made like a lot of, or not like a lot, but like a, a good amount of money in my stocks today. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, next MCU, been watching through the entire MCU timeline uh, with my girlfriend. We are really enjoying that. I forgot how terrible uh, Dark or Thor Dark World was.
1: Oh, dude! Man, that one was really? Bad. You forgot how
0: that was? That was, was. I mean, I remembered oof. it was bad. I was like, "Fuck, oof. this is so bad."
1: Oof. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Iron yeah. Man three was also not good. Iron Man two was um, tolerable, I suppose. Uh, there was there was definitely like in the older areas, it was not as good. But pretty much whenever it gets to Winter Soldier, on, and I'm talking about um, like canonical timeline not release timeline that's what we're oh, watching really? okay. so we're watching through how like it, it the actual timeline played out and so at like winter soldier on uh, it becomes like everything is is at least good at that point but yeah before that there was a few stinkers that's for sure
1: well, because that means that that means you already passed um, Captain Marvel, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, Captain Marvel was the yeah. second second one. Yeah, Captain America first, yeah. then Captain Marvel,
1: and then Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, you know what? I will say, uh, watching it again, it was not as bad as I remembered. But I, the thing that <laughs> still frustrated me the most is is still in play, and that's just the fact that she's so busted as a character. So mm-hmm. I just can't get over that. Whenever she literally like took down all of Ronan's ships and intimidated Ronin to not even look at Earth anymore. I was like, yeah, okay. And she she just unlocked her power literally five minutes ago. I was like, yeah, this shit's <laughs> busted as fuck. I um, still have
2: not seen that movie.
0: You're not missing I know it's
2: on my actually. refuse to watch list. <laughs> Honestly that's that's fine. <laughs> I will watch so. Dark World three times before I even think about oh, maybe man. possibly putting that on my list.
1: I okay. Look,
2: I'm not gonna say Captain Marvel is perfect, but it's not that. I bad. just I have a like, I, I'm kind of with Hebrew. I have a fundamental problem with the power set that she has, the strength in the movies, and yeah. When I finally did see Captain Marvel in what was it, end Endgame or wh- wherever she showed up in the Avenger movie in the in the in this mm-hmm. last bit, I was like, this chick sucks so hard. Yeah. I can't even I can't even imagine she watching really a does. whole movie with her.
0: Yeah, mm. you're. I so like. I would say continue on without watching that movie. Um, but yeah, so there was that. Uh, so we're still working on. I think we're about we're about to hit. Um, we're in the middle of watching. What you call it? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two right now. So we're gonna be hitting the next big milestone is Avengers Two. Um, okay. So I'm about to watch the birth of the shittiest character in there, Vision. Oh, so you're you're uh, you love slave. <laughs> Exactly, (laughs) Um, but anyway, so that's that. I also saw James Bond in theaters, and let me tell you what: uh, there is so much I don't like about this movie. I've literally been looking for someone that gives a shit about Bond, and I can't find them because I just want to bitch about this to someone that cares. Oh, thank (laughs) God, Jackie cares. Okay, Um, all right, Jackie. And it says, "I love Bond." Okay, did you? You and I have to talk after this because i have to i have to complain to someone um anyway so there's that james bond wasn't a fan there was um there were some things i liked and there were some things that i just i literally wanted to erase from my mind so yeah there's that Uh, i don't want to do spoilers Mm. though so next is households house husband uh season two ways of the house husband um The the next season came out, and it's as great. I mean, I think the first season was probably, like, a little bit better, but still, like, I get so much enjoyment out of this. It's just so funny. Me and my girlfriend just laugh hysterically whenever we see it. It's just great. Um, If you're looking for an anime that's, like, really quick, good fun, like, definitely go for that one. Um,
1: I need to finish I need to finish season one I watched the I've gotten I haven't gone back afterward I watched the first What two or three episodes Yeah I need to go back to that I also need to go back to Food Wars Yeah about to
0: say You need to finish up Your Food Wars too
1: I need to finish a food wars too.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Remember to watch Food Wars in front of all your loved ones and your family and friends uh, first. Yeah. Especially <laughs> your significant up other. All the way. <laughs> yeah. And and
1: your, your, your significant other and your grandparents. Always exactly. watch it in front of your grandparents.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, next thing is um, Oh, yeah. Demon Slayer season two came out. This is just, I'm mentioning it because I want people to, you know, go and check it out. If you haven't seen the first season, please watch it. It's uh, literally like artistically it's astounding like the aesthetics in, in this thing are insane better than anything I think I've ever seen before in an anime um, it's, it's literally a gorgeous anime and the story I personally love um, I've been told actually by Jackie that the manga does not do it justice like the anime does it's much more interesting as an anime version so um, check that out uh, I have not watched the first episode yet so I can't vouch for it but I'm sure it's gonna be great and <laughs> um, next pokemon unite i've been playing a shit ton of pokemon unite and um i am now i told you last episode that like i was like oh i'm like two from the top right well i -hmm. found out that as you keep going up it keeps showing you the next level up so i was not two from the top i was like five or six from the top but now i am actually two ranks from the top Two from the top so um yeah so i'm two from the top still worries me a bit because like I feel like I'm not that great, and I'm wondering how am I here. But yeah,
1: you need to play. You need to play Muggins Kid. And let's see what's what. Yeah, I mean, we played a game together. But we played a
2: game together. Oh well,
1: no, 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 one v one, baby, one v one, dude. It was it was hilarious <laughs> week. So my son and
2: I played a game, and then I I, I messaged Hebrew. And I'm like, dude, we got a quick game. Uh, jump in. So he jumps in, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, buddy. This is my friend Hebrew. He's he's pretty good. So he goes top lane with mm-hmm. with Hebrew, and my son is making like the worst plays. And I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if Hebrew is like straight raging right now, early game. Um, like the, the, that that uh, my kid's like doing stupid stuff, but then we like turn the whole game around, and then uh, and and, yeah. and it came in close, and then the next game we just completely decimated. Uh, the the this next game. one, it was like a like a thousand to like a hundred or something, but I was like, that first game I was like, oh man, this is what I get for talking all that talk smack <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah the, that's what well, I mean, I, I will say like uh, here's the thing, is that we we didn't do well on that game um, you know, up top, but I was also on the phone for the first long bit of the game so I was like on autopilot um, And but we still like managed to hold it together enough in the top lane mm-hmm. He and I guess not doing great together. To then still come back. So all in all, I would say pretty good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like it, it's there's a lot of experimenting with characters that I need to do. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm having fun with Greninja the most I think right now. I'm really getting pissed off at Snorlax. He was used to be my main, but now in the upper tiers, it it seems like he honestly can't hang as well. He got a nerf um, too,
2: which didn't help.
0: I think that must be why, because like I remembered him being a lot better whenever I was originally playing. Yeah, while you, were, while you were while you were on like
2: break, quick. he uh, they, they nerfed a bunch of his stuff. It was yeah, it wasn't like a huge for, sh- for shit. Yeah, it wasn't like a huge nerf. Um, if you looked at each thing, but combined together, it was kind of like womp womp.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, still looking at that, looking for my my next big tank that I want to be taking out. So. Um, we'll see about that, but that's pretty much everything I did this week. I don't want to take up too much time on it, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sounds like we all had pretty decent weeks overall, besides Hooch, I
2: guess. Now, real quick before we move I, on, I want to say this. Uh-huh. Now, since you saw James Bond, you should go watch mm-hmm. the um, pitch meeting for it.
0: The pitch board. Oh, oh, they. Oh,
2: that guy. Yeah, he did a pitch was, meeting was the, for it already, Hudson. and it was. I, I watched it, and it's like loaded with spoilers, and I just didn't care, but it was. It was pretty funny, and and based on what you said just now, I think you're probably gonna laugh your ass off if you watch it.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm gonna need to watch it. Well, you, I think you showed me that for another movie that I was just really, just did not like at all, and I found some solace there. I just don't remember which one it was. Do you?
2: No, but I, I mean, I watch all of them. He's that dude's hilarious. Wow, wow, okay. wow. I just wow, remember wow. I
0: was particularly pissed off at someone, but <laughs> all right. Uh, anyways, all right, so let's go to, I guess, the nerdy news. Hooch, take us.
1: Nerdy news. Hey, everybody. So, uh, you remember ever been hanging out and you uh, want to keep your drinks cold? Uh, <laughs> keep your drinks cold, but you want a, a cool looking fridge? Guess what? Now you can get one. Boom. The Xbox Series X fridge is coming in December, pre orders in October. There
0: we go. They actually made this thing. <laughs> this
1: monstrosity a reality. And it's
2: honestly not that yes. expensive. Like for as like as like gimmicky as it is, like 100 bucks. Not at seems all. pretty reasonable for
0: I thought that was the reserve cost originally because I was like 100 yeah. bucks. But no, fucking $100 for the whole goddamn thing.
2: Yeah, and do you see it well, comes what's with really a, funny. it comes with a DC adapter so you can like plug it into your car and like take it with you like to the beach.
1: Yeah. Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) And then and then it has a USB jack on the front so you can charge your phone from your fridge should you choose to do so.
1: And so what is it? So it it holds uh what ten cans of uh this is your favorite beverage. What if your favorite beverage is like tall beers or something like that? Fosters. But it has two How many fosters does it hold? Three. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> my, my question is, all it's, right, all It's right. not Xbox. Like, much. how is this thing? I mean, this thing is big, though. How is this a mini fridge?
1: No, no, no. You're thinking of the six foot, 400 pound one? Yeah.
2: That yeah, is, this I is know, a smaller, is it's a smaller version what, of that this
1: one. Is, yeah. Where
0: are the, because I've yeah. been looking for dimensions, and the only dimension I can see is the six foot, 400 pound.
1: Yeah, that's that was the, the what, the mm-hmm. prototype or whatever? That's the first thing they they did uh was the six foot 400 pound and like uh, you know it's almost like the razor mask thing right you mm-hmm. make something you show you show us nerds and we're like i fucking want that thing i don't care like give me that dead goddamn thing you better make it and then they have no choice but this one is is i don't think they've mentioned anything about dimensions i've been looking for a while but
0: yeah the um Okay, there we go. Yeah, cuz in that case honestly, I'm probably going to get it. I'm not going to lie. I'm it's
2: it's like I don't know if you ever watched like Summit1G stream. He's got that little like tiny that little tiny countertop Red Bull fridge behind him. But it's mm-hmm. it it looks like it's basically the size of three Coke cans. 3 to 4 Coke cans tall. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very big.
0: Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm probably going to get um this honestly just because it I think it'll go well with the motif that I have for my gaming area. So uh-oh. Um. But, Uh-oh. yeah, going to go for that. Uh. But, yeah, it looks good. I mean, I'm glad that they do. I'm glad that we as gamers have that much power to make things like that a reality. If
2: we, Yeah, I so mean, we the other thing for me that I think is kind of interesting about it, and it, it, it also, we talked about this previously, but it shows how much more kind of connected to the community I feel like Xbox is versus, like, mm. Sony, like, you True. post a ton of memes and 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 Xbox is like, dude, They'll clap back. Let's do it. Yeah. And then and then lo and behold, like it's gonna be at Target for Christmas and they're gonna sell, they're gonna sell out. I guarantee it. They're gonna sell them into these oh, yeah. things. And it's and it's just like 100%. It's a really stupid gimmicky thing, but it, it does serve a purpose. And in the end, it actually does look kind of cool. You know, as like a, if you it's were gonna have a fridge in your gaming area that you wanted that like had some cool lights, it's definitely neat looking. So. I know it's just a fridge, and we shouldn't spend much time talking on it. But it, I just think it represents, you know, a different attitude um, from a company as big as X, as Microsoft and Xbox to to really look at what people are saying. You know.
0: Yeah, and I think it it also like it acts as its own kind of advertisement. I mean, advertisement because it's it's so memey and stupid and silly that. People are going to blast it all over the place Mm -hmm. and it's more advertising for them. So, yeah, like these kinds of things always pay for themselves 10 times over.
2: Mm -hmm. For sure. But yeah.
1: Well, well, let's go from a good idea to a bad idea. Uh, And that is (laughs) the team at MiHoYo, Mm -hmm. uh, our our beloved uh, developers of Genshin Impact, Mm -hmm. decided to have a little fun and create a challenge. Where uh, if enough people followed Ella Musk, Mm -hmm. uh, they would go through a series of steps, all related to Elon Musk's Twitter account?
0: Yeah, so let me break this down, because I'm the resident Genshin guy. And uh, this was weird. I remember, like, I I saw this in my mailbox, because, you know, in-game you get mail related to what the community's doing, right? And so Mm -hmm. I I remember I saw this in my mailbox in-game, and I was like, fucking what? Like... Because they have Ella Musk in the game, she's like a character in the game, and she's like this, a little girl that's always trying to talk to um, these hilly churls, and, um, you know, she's obviously named after Elon Musk, and, so they started like some weird fucking follow challenge, and to this other account of Genshin's, and yeah, they were like, you know, I, I'm, you didn't run through the tears yet, right?
1: Uh no uh,
2: did well, I yeah no, yeah, no but, I saw I saw yeah what they are. but they um it's been canceled I don't know if you knew that y-
0: yeah no yes. I, okay. I did see it was canceled but, but yeah because it was uh, I was just showing how weird it was like so at 500k um like they were gonna change the name uh to a, another character in the game that's whatever at one Which million was, yeah, at one million uh, they were gonna follow Elon Musk at three million um they would invite Elon Musk to stream Genshin. And then at five millions, they would invite um, Elon Musk to come to Mihoyo headquarters. It was such a weird thing, and it all like it all depended on the also the fact of like Elon Musk agreeing to this. It was so weird and stupid. Yeah, it's like a million
2: fans follow him, and they're gonna follow Elon Musk. Like, who cares?
0: Exactly, it was so dumb. And so a lot of the a lot of the people actually. Um, like a lot of the community actually like backlash and was like this, not with like, oh, I hate Elon Musk or anything like that, but just like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And so they quickly, like, I guess, snapped to their senses and got a little self-awareness. It was like, oh shit, we should be embarrassed by this. And they deleted it all. There is no more, like, you could not find this thing. Other than like, you know, outside sources having it, they deleted it from everything that they had. Yeah, but then did you um, see
2: it like four in the morning, Elon Musk actually tweeted about Elon,
0: it? Yeah, which is it's so fucking Elon Musk to do. Yeah. to be like He's like yeah, can, can't, can't wait can't to play Genshin wait. Impact. No, he said
2: can't wait to be in Genshin Impact. Be yeah. He's in. Yeah. In, in, that's right. yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, like so
1: um,
0: Elon. Yeah, so it was just like weird nerdum that like it, it I guess it's the um when people who think like the the uppers of a company think that they understand the community but they just don't and then the community has to like set them straight. I feel like that was just one of these scenarios. It's
2: like the opposite of the fridge. No. I,
1: exactly. It's like, the exact opposite good, of the fridge. Good good marketing well, so here's, meme here's,
2: strategy. Bad marketing meme strategy. Exactly. But
1: here's here's the funny thing. Like and this is the difference, right? The fridge was like, "Oh, we're going to do this funny thing. Hey, look at this funny thing we did." And everybody's like, "I want that thing." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, shit. Okay, fine." versus the opposite which was hey guys you want us to do this and the and people like we, we, we never asked for this what are you doing no. yeah like, this is dumb it's so weird dude <laughs> the
0: whole thing was yeah. so bizarre but anyways that was it It was just a funny little story that came out it was crazy
1: no no that's hilarious because it's like because look even mihoyo makes mistakes and they have some missteps as much as we like to their praise co- their them. community
0: outreach does, but their their gaming is you know. no no, no. The,
1: yeah the, yeah so basically what it is is the gaming the gaming development arm mm-hmm. is great right it's it's the people who are PR handling marketing. the promo yeah the, they they suck yeah <laughs> they yeah. don't get it <laughs> um, uh, so something that doesn't need a whole lot of PR and marketing um, because they have stuff that's good and sucks is this weekend DC FanDome now there's normally I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care I mean I'd care but like it wouldn't be super important but there's a lot of stuff that's probably going to come out because don't forget we have releases for a lot of the uh, games that got pushed right Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically the Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad uh, killed Justice League so hopefully we'll see some stuff from there. Uh, movies. Maybe we'll see some more stuff from the Batman, and uh, maybe some Black Adam stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and also what the Justice, the, sorry, the Injustice animated movie. Um, I don't know. So it's it starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, it starts Saturday, <laughs> the sixteenth. Um, uh, Patreon fans will, will will be able to to, to hear this before uh, we post it, but I think unfortunately uh, everybody else may hear this part after. Fandom is done because it's only going to go for four hours. Just
0: another, just another perk of being a Patreon. Oh, <laughs> nice! Get that shameless shilling
1: China. in there. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I know we talk a lot about how Marvel and DC, when it comes to like cinematic stuff, uh, TV stuff, whatever, are kind of like Mar- Mar- Marvel has definitely surpassed DC when it comes to movies. Oh, but yeah. I think one of the things that DC had was like animated shows and you know just regular I mean, shows had but yeah. th- 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 that was what i was getting into okay, all right. so a question a question that was brought up earlier this week was you know with the release of what if mm-hmm. you know where do you guys feel marvel is falling when it comes to like trying to catch dc especially in the animated realm because we all i think we all admit like dc was running rings around well, marvel when it came to anime marvel
2: stuff. has a bunch of um like animated shows that are on like Disney XD they've got like a there's a Guardians of the Galaxy show and there's um there was a new uh, I thought there was a Spider-Man show too but um yeah they, they've been, had a couple and they're not have, They're not. yeah the Amazing Spider-Man they, they, they're not awful they're definitely more kid kid-centric than some of like the Batman yeah that's Batman the animated series but I think what if yes, I think exactly. what if was a good experiment for them of can we do something Correct. that feels Animated of content. the quality of the MCU yeah. that can have meaning and value. The 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 mm-hmm. trick is is that are they going to want to continue to expand that or are they going to you know, are they gonna let that flow into into the kids' realm where these cartoons or a lot of cartoons are, you know, live, but a lot of the D C cartoons are, you know, for adults, right? Like the Harley Quinns and the, and that kind of stuff where they're, you yep. know, dropping F-bombs yep. and, you know, going going ham. Well, so, it, I guess it depends on where well, they want to live with it.
1: Well, even in general, like, not every... They, they do have, like, the, the more adult, you know, anime style or not, not anime style, but more um, anime feel. And the fact that it's not for, you know, young children. They don't treat animation like it's cartoons. Like, there's a difference between cartoons and animation. Right. Right. So they use like dc has more animated offerings i think but and and that's and, and you were right at one point like it's not like marvel has done nothing in this area and it's just like we've got nothing because of course we know about x-men we know about the amazing like spider-man show like, the amazing spider-man show it like that like, in the 90s was, was awesome that was that was cool um, X-Men was cool, but they haven't done like a whole lot. That's been really notable since then. Whereas DC's still been kicking out their, um, you know, their graphic novels to animated, uh, uh shows or, or features. Right. And, um, like, cause they just did what the long Halloween and now they're doing justice, which you was know, based off the game and, and everything. So it's like, they're, they're doing a bunch of different stuff, um, but like, I really was, it was Drew who brought it up earlier in the week. And I thought that was like a really cool, interesting. comment. was like, where are we? How do we feel as fans? What is, is, is Marvel starting to dip their toe to get into that more adult themed animation? And then what does that mean as far as like how we view the, like the power between those two comic book companies? Because you know what? At the end of the day, we win as fans. Right. So, (laughs) well, I think one thing that at least
0: this is how it worked for me like, I think um, the spider, enter the spider verse gave animation style a lot more validation in my head because even before that, like, I was never a big fan of like the animated series um, for for DC or anything like that. But after I saw that, I I gave, I think that style of um, show gained a lot more accreditation for me. And whenever Marvel did it, I think. They're testing now like if they can create like canon continuity content with animation series. Because I, th- I think we're still toying around with if any of that stuff in um, What If is actually going to be canon to the series, like how Loki and WandaVision and stuff like that is. Because it'd be really interesting to see if they start going more into that route as well for stuff that actually applies to canonically applies to um, the MCU cinematic timeline so I I think that it's interesting to see what they're going to do with it I definitely think at this point they crushed it with what if for the most part and I think that if they keep going in that route they will quickly overtake the space that DC had because although DC you know had like basically cornered the market on, you know, kind of adult animation superhero series. Um, I think it was still pretty niche. And now I think it's going to be with Marvel on Disney Plus. I think that if they really start, you know, doing expanding more on that what if and other series like it, I think that they're going to easily take over the DC animated space. Yeah,
2: I think the other thing that to talk about, though, in addition to the animated spaces, we're just talking about DC in general, is that... You know, and I'll start by saying I haven't seen any of these, but I, I have friends that are avid followers of these shows and, and and how good they are. But, you know, they have like Doom Patrol and Titans and, and a number of these, like, from what I can tell, very well received and and loved shows. It's just I still don't think DC has a strong enough platform for the release yeah. of this stuff like yeah i agree and user base like marvel has with disney plus with disney plus that user base is ginormous in comparison to what um you know dc has to work with with hbo max um yeah you know so i think that is what's going to start to hamper them is how they are releasing that content and and if marvel decides to jump into that bandwagon it, it'll be detrimental to DC just because of the release mechanism that they have. That doesn't mean they won't continue yeah. to generate good content because like, I still remember Batman, the animated series from back in the day being like in my mind, one of the better animated series I've ever seen. You know what I mean? And, and, and I haven't watched it recently, but I'm sure it holds up because that was really well done. And, um, it does.
1: And, and as Jackie pointed out, it is, what gave us harley quinn
2: right which has turned into such a staple for them as a company mm-hmm. uh you know yep. and then helped shape you know a reliable lot of stuff
0: staple yeah
2: what, what was what was that Hebrew?
1: at least
0: a reliable staple they like right now they're on such shifty waters with um all of their content except harley quinn basically anything that harley quinn in quinn is in they can you know guarantee will at least have some success outside of that uh, you're not guaranteeing anything anymore with with their recent launch of DC content. Well, I think
2: one of the things I, well, I think hold one on. of the things that Ooh, cool. that Harley Quinn brings to the equation, right? That that I think that they miss that that they have consistently missed is the camp factor. Like she's so over the top and and the way that she's mm-hmm. played by Margot Robbie and the way that she's portrayed in the films and and the films that she's been in she's so freaking bonkers that you can't just you you can't help but go this is something that i don't see in the MCU and it's cool it's not grim dark right. it's not oh let's be super serious it's like lighthearted crazy action fun that you're just supposed to look right. at and go man that was funny oh that was cool and it doesn't have to have um you know that that dark feel to it so i think and i think dc's comics in general have always been more campy than marvel's comics on paper and I, if dc would just lean into what their comics are rather than trying to be something that i don't think that they really have had a lot of success with outside of maybe batman and his movies you know in the past i think they could be more successful but i feel like Like, even, like, when you look at, like, Doom Patrol, that is a super campy show from what I understand. And it's on my list to watch. But, you know, I I, one of the things that I understand about it that's so cool is how, like, crazy bonkers it is. You know what I mean? And that's what people really like about it. So, you're seeing, you're getting good reception from that. Why why are you, you know, lean into that and stop leaning into this other stuff that people aren't receiving well. And and it just feels like... D.C. just keep has they've got this line and they they're like, this is the hill we're going to die on. And it's and it's just it's not a good idea for them. You know,
1: so what what happened with them was, you know, you had um, Nolan, Christopher Nolan come in and do the Dark Knight series. Mm -hmm. Right. And and they were like, oh, it's a little darker and then they're like oh okay well we want to relaunch like the DC universe or whatever and we'll soon start with like Man of Steel and we're going to bring a more grittier, grittier take yeah. so they they brought in Zack Snyder which was a bad idea <laughs> that's where they went wrong no, no no i mean only like not 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 it was like that he was a bad move but like his take on the DC universe started them down that path where it's like so you've got like the batman supposed to be dark mm. right um I don't count Green Lantern, Drew. Green Lantern was terrible. It doesn't. It's not part of the DC Get it out of here. Uh, um,
0: uh, Ryan Reynolds already <laughs> made that canon that Green Lantern doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't exist. But I think, but, but but Green Lantern does show that like they were trying to go campy. They've tried to go campy with a lot of things, like Superman, the first Superman with Christopher Reeve. That was supposed to be campy, but they took it to a ridiculous point. Like the best DC like representation what i thought was really cool was go back to the first 19 what was it 79 or 80 or superman movie mm-hmm. while the movie itself kind of has a little bit of camp to or like it doesn't really hold up from like a, a visual you know special effects perspective the way they handled a lot of that and and tried to make it a little bit more into you know the real world was what they needed and there was still some campiness to it. And then they they brought in, like, you had Lex Luthor played by Gene Hackman, right? Mm-hmm. Who was, Lex Luthor was the, he was smart, but he was still, like, kind of, you know, the, the, the comic Mrs. guy. Mrs. Tessmacher. It was, yes, exactly. Mrs. Tessmacher. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and uh, and Otis, who was the comedy, you know, the comic relief in that. But there were still some pretty good points. But the problem they did was the same thing that happened with Batman right they went and started out being serious and then s- turned it into something that was super campy and and they were trying to appeal to kids and you lost that gr- like grounding a little bit of it in realism and then it just became a like dog yeah i
2: think i mean so th- by the that time- the the christopher reeve's superman movies has varying degrees of success right like I still remember, like, like that was the stuff I watched when I was a kid. Like, that was the superhero yeah. movies of my younger years, and yep. like, I still yep. have, you know, look at like Neil before Zod as like the best crap right? ever, right? Like, that was awesome. Dude,
1: Superman but Two was there was so camp good. in
2: that, and and there was funny stuff, and there was slapstick, and I mean, I think that generation of movie making is very different as well. You know, if you look at the movies of that time period versus movies that we see yes. now, but I think another good example, though, of of getting kind of a right mix of camp to seriousness was, you know, Tim Burton's Batman, right? Michael yeah, Keaton, the first, the first Jack one. Nicholson, like, yep. that was like yep. gold. Like, is still yes. like I still yes. hold any other Batman movie I watch, I hold to that yeah. movie for me. It looked like a
1: it looked like a comic book exactly it was the closest thing to a comic
2: book turned into a movie that i think i still have still still think that is the closest thing i've seen yeah because it was it was far enough out there you know what i mean as far as like what the the motivations of the villain were and how he was going about it and what he looked like that you were like this is definitely comic it's not like yeah well what what would this really be in real life like the heath ledger version of the Joker, which was fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah. But but that's more yeah. of a, what would that character be in real life? And I in think reality. that's where yeah. DC screws up is they need to just kind of go, no, no, no. The character in the comic, green hair, white face, purple jacket, completely batshit insane. Yeah. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I mean, because if you look at what Marvel did with like, hold on, their let, let's not get
0: too far into the weeds on on this one specifically. I know, I know. Let me just yeah, end it have, off with this have. question. Simple, mm-hmm. simple question. Just because I had to ask it at one point, but I didn't want to interrupt you guys. Who's the best Lex Luthor? My vote here is Michael Rosenbaum. No one else. Which one?
2: Which one was he um, in?
0: Smallville.
1: Smallville.
2: Yeah, he was he was good. I mean, to me, it'll always be Gene Hackman, only because that was like my childhood.
0: <laughs> Gene Hackman, okay,
2: who? Uh, Gene Hackman was pretty good. Um,
1: the movie sucked, mm-hmm. but and he sucks as a person. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor.
0: Okay, he was from that one Superman one that only got Superman Returns. One?
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that one. Yeah, with Superman Returns.
1: Yeah, that one wasn't. I mean, that was Gene Hackman. I'm, I'm kind of with you, Muggin. Like Gene Hackman to me, was. Like the. The diabolical part of it, I guess. Right where, but. The camp, like if it was a comic book suit, Lex Luthor. Yeah, the problem with Lex Luthor that nobody has done just good, and I haven't seen Smallville, which is a don't get I too far. It's a, into it's it, a bad thing. Ways. No, I'm not going to get too okay. far into it. But Lex, Lex Luthor is supposed to be the guy. Like, you're supposed to look at him and on the outside, on the surface, be like, "Oh yeah, no, he seems like a pretty cool guy. He's trying to do great things." But anybody who looks a little deeper, is like, "No, there's there's some slimy, like creepiness going on here." So and and like you see it in. The, the animated movies, a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: a lot of that's there with with the Smallville one, but we'll we'll table that discussion for another DC day.
1: Yeah, all right. So we'll move on from the nerdy news. We did get kind of into the weeds in that. Well, I I just
0: know especially what superhero like discussions can do to us. <laughs> we can literally be there for hours. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> <See>? <laughs> sounds sounds like we need we may need to start doing some uh, additional episodes again, like DC versus Marvel, oh, right? God, so, and that would actually be pretty one-offs. cool. We
0: get like ba- like five people of experts from each one and mm-hmm. just like have at it one day. We
2: do Star Wars all versus right. Star Trek and really get no get some fisticuffs god. through. Them. no oh
1: god. god no <laughs> we could do we
0: could do star oh. wars like uh one two three versus everything else at all the other episodes <laughs> that would be some. no really there's fun no <laughs> there,
1: there's no contest everything else beats one two three done
0: oh well i meant uh i'm sorry i meant um four five six the original four, five six yeah. versus uh four five six oh. versus everything else
1: Oh well, that's the opposite four five six beats everything else done except rogues sc- except rogue one okay, there we go R- ro- yeah rogue one we gotta throw in there because like, it happens right before four, so I say rogue one four five six everything else can go I, episode seven <laughs> above
0: everything for me, but yeah,
1: oh lord <laughs> Get it. All, all right, right next, we're not gonna start next. down this path <laughs> yeah. let's 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 move away from this thing that pisses us off to another thing that pisses us off <laughs> so we talked about this previously, Nintendo announced that they were going to have a different pricing for their online uh, expansion pass when N sixty four games were brought into the mix. And Genesis. So, uh, yeah. Oh yes, and Genesis. Yes, yes. So they announced what that pricing is. What do you guys think? Bullshit. I'm not gonna go. In... <laughs> All right, <laughs> Muggin. I'll hand this one to you. What is the uh, what is the new? Okay. So
2: right pricing? now, um, it's twenty bucks a year for a single Nintendo switch online. And, uh, I want to say it's 50 50 for, um, family. So the new, they're calling it the expansion pack is now the official name of it and included in the expansion pack. And this is where they, I think they really screwed up, um, is (laughs) N64 Sega Genesis and the new animal crossing paid DLC. But to get that, your $20 subscription becomes 50 bucks. So it's a 150% add-on to get that stuff when for that 20 bucks a year you were already getting your Nintendo and your Super Nintendo games. So it's like a lot of people I think were expecting it to be like 10 bucks more you know like it goes from 20 to 30 and 50 to 65 or something like that you know um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i i just i i think you know nintendo's looking at it going well the expansion pass is worth 25 bucks so we're only you know we're increasing you by 30 so you're paying 25 bucks for this expansion and then you're paying you know five bucks for you know your n64 and your um in your Genesis or it's 10 and 20 or something, you know, whatever they they're mentally going, we can make this math work. But what they're not realizing is while there are a lot of people that have animal crossing, there's also a lot of people. Hebrew is one of them that don't and don't give a crap and aren't going to shell out that money going, well, cool. The, the, the more expensive part of what I'm buying, I'm not even going to use. Not to mention, yeah. I have to pay yeah. for that every year. Like, yeah, so exactly. when I yeah. get it for the second year, I'm basically buying that expansion again and again and again and again and again. this is, this is a bad idea. They should have just made it cheaper and just made the DLC, um, you know, that way. And Jackie brings up a point, you know, maybe they're gauging it as all of their DLCs for first party IPs end up inside it, which if they had enough DLCs to, to support that you're, now you're talking about something that might have value, but, as it is right now, well, I guess it, it doesn't, you know.
1: Well, if you think about it, you've got games coming out like, okay, so Smash Brothers is not one because they've announced that the last character for this version is um, uh, uh, Sora, but what about the next version of Smash? Yeah, what about, um you know maybe Zelda Splatoon right? 3 Breath um, of the Wild 2 yeah sure exactly and also yeah and also um what was the other one? I just was li- oh the Mario uh versus Rabbids right that one's coming out too right so you've got all of these games that have the uh, the potential for DLC and if you don't have to worry about like selling it to people you could be like yeah you just automatically get all of our DLC for free if you have this expansion pass
0: well here's my question with that is what do you have access to that DLC forever or only only while the you pay for, the, for the
2: only battles? while you pay for the service I, yeah
0: I don't like yeah. that I don't like that at all I find that bullshit I have to keep paying for my for my DLC to stay there I don't how
1: much does deal how much does your DLC typically cost for one game 20 bucks
0: it depend, depends on depends on what bucks. it
1: is really
2: most of the Nintendo's yeah, but, have been 20 so, to 25 dollars so
1: twenty to twenty five dollars for one DLC package. If you play multiple games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, and you get all of those games for free, you get a value like you, you like. You're paying twenty five dollars for all of yeah. The but then again, the what DLC. if I only
0: play that one game? And I know, and yeah. then mm-hmm. two years in, two three years in, I've paid for it many times over.
1: No, no, you're right. You're absolutely
2: right. And, that's and I still do not have it whenever right. I'm done. And, and I think <laughs> well, I no, think that's where the yeah. mistake is. Is that if that's something they wanted to do they should have come out with multiple tiers so here's Nintendo switch online yeah. it's 20 bucks here's the Nintendo 64 um, Genesis add-on it's 10 bucks here's the you know first party DLC bundle it's 20 bucks a year then you go well for me right now Hebrew it's not worth it to buy this because I don't play that <laughs> game but in yeah. six months when the next when Splatoon 3 drops, and then they put a DLC out for it or, or whatever. Then you go, well, now I'm going to add that next package on. But that whole time Nintendo has made that extra money from all those people who just want the N64 games. Right. Um, mm-hmm. which I still think like Nintendo could take those N64 games and make them five bucks a piece and sell them on the eShop all day long. And I don't know why they don't do that yeah. because they would make way more money, lot of money than they, than they're making right now. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But I just th- bundling it together, I think, was the mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, and, well, and you yeah. can you can, the Wii U did it for five to ten bucks a piece. The 3DS has, you know, re-releases of F- Super Nintendo and Nintendo games for five to ten dollars a piece or collections of three for 15. You know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, you can go right now on your on a 3DS, even though the system is gone to the eShop and buy Pokemon Yellow for five bucks.
1: So I wonder if it's a thing where buying those games a la carte didn't generate a lot of revenue, but if you have the package subscription and you get access to all of that, like, I guess for, here's the thing, like, if you told me I had to buy one game for $5, I might hesitate, but if you tell me for $10, I get access to all of these games, then I might be like, or, or like, you know, not 10 maybe like two dollars a month or something like that i get access to all of these games you know you do the math i'm wind, i'm winding up spending more money right hmm. but to me the value feels greater because i'm not locked into one game i have access to a library yeah
2: but games. i mean have you looked at the library of super nintendo games yeah, that are yeah. that are no, on no, the th- I I mean, how many of them are worth oh, playing
1: yeah, no, no. It's not yeah. great. You know, so it's I'm like
2: yeah, a Switch link to, to the past. To cool. You. There's a couple of there's a couple of great games in there, but there's some stinkers, man. And it's fine to put it in there as like an added bonus. So like I bought the Switch online not because I got Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. I got it because Cloud Saves and playing Diablo and playing Splatoon and playing Mario Golf and and all these games online, right? That's why I got it. And those those extra games are an added benefit. Now making this purchase is specifically for the games. It doesn't have any effect on my online status. That's when you change the value proposition to the gamer. And a lot of people already kind of had it set in their mind of a price structure. So since they said, Hey, we're doing this thing and then waited and then changed, they basically, it's like, it's like, it's like Lando in star Wars, like this deal gets worse all the time. It's like they, they changed the deal before they gave you the numbers. They told you, hey, we're going to do this thing. We're going to add it on. And then they're like, oh, we added this other thing and it's way more money than you all expected it to be. So the question will become is when they see the backlash that they're getting, because everywhere I've seen on it, people are like, this is BS. There's no way I'm paying for this. Do they change course correct? Or do they come out and say, you know, like Jackie was saying, all first party DLCs will be included at this price. Because if they did say that, then I think, it would make the masses go fine. Cool, I'm cool with that price, but I'm gonna wait until the DLC that I want comes out to add it on.
0: Yeah, I, there's a few things that I, I would say here is that a I think nine and sixty four games doesn't justify the price right now, not not to me, um, especially since some of them I don't care for at all. Um, and I think like you know, ten years in, whenever you have paid you know now an extra three hundred dollars in extra fees. I think you start looking at the cost and going, damn, I don't think that was worth it. But because you, and you don't even have it forever, it's just for, you know, the term of your subscription. But I mean, obviously, they're doing it because subscriptions are now proven to be the best form of monetization for anything because one of the biggest things is that people forget about them that's why yeah that's why yep. <laughs> they always hardcore like you get fucking 6 months free i don't care just put your goddamn credit card in on file yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean like that that's definitely the key there so they just want you on a sub because at, over time they win and so yeah. you know i could definitely see it playing out here but launching it with 9 and 64 games for that much of a price increase, it already feels greedy, and now there's there's the rumor of the Game Boy and Game Boy Color expansion paths or expansion packs that might have an additional cost. I don't know, man. Like this is, uh, I think Nintendo. It's, it's slippery slope.
2: Greedy. So we'll have to see what, where it <laughs> exactly. goes in the future. For me, as of right now, yeah. not worth. Maybe six months down the road it could be worth there's a good catalogue. Yeah, we don't even know the cadence. Exactly the cadence yeah, of when yeah. they're gonna be released. So we'll see games, what yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think we will beat right. that well, one down a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll all right. Moving on. Moving on from something we're not sure about the value of to something that we've been told is a good value. Muggin, tell us about the Gloomhaven digital official all right
2: launch. So I've seen it mentioned um on the patreon server and then i also posted it on the uh, regular one but uh, gloomhaven which is ranked as the number one board game right now and has been for years on board game geek has um worked with asmodee digital to create a digital version of the board game it's been in early access since 2018 um, and its official launch is the 20th of uh, october and when the official launch comes, it will have the full 95 scenario campaign, which is most people say to complete Gloomhaven can take anywhere between 100 and 250 hours on the table, the board game. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a pretty significant amount of stuff. Plus, it also has the what was once called Adventure and is now called um, Game Master, which has its own set of scenarios. And you can, it has a built in editor where you can create your own maps and scenarios. Um, so people will be generating campaigns and and sharing them. I'm sure it's single player and it has four player, uh, you know, online multiplayer. And it, I played the, um, some of the tutorial missions today and it's, it's, it's really good. And if you're interested in eventually getting into the, the tabletop version, just because you want to be on the tabletop or you want to get jaws of the lion, which is another game in the series. Um, it, it is using the exact same rules and everything as the tabletop and it's, it's represented in the same way. So a card's a card and a token's a token and a, and everything's the same. So, um, but it, the thing about it is that it's, it's 25 bucks because it's still in early access. And when the 20th hits, my understanding is the price is going to go up. I don't know what that price is going to go up to, but um, if you're interested in it, I would take a look um, at some gameplay videos and stuff and and peek it. I picked it up. I know a couple of my friends picked it up. Um, I'm sure there's like, I pretty sure slim grabbed it and some other people in the, you know, community might, but I think it, it's definitely worth a look um, as far as like good value to game available game time, you know?
0: If there's enough people that cool. pick it up uh, in the community, I think I might pick it up just because you and Dorian both play. You seem to have a good time with it. Then it might be worth
1: giving it a shot for me. Yeah, maybe we have a A and R Gloomhaven game. There you go. Could, I don't know. Could be. Could be. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, moving on to more multiplayer madness. Uh, apparently. Uh, Doom Two, Diablo Two, had some Diablo server two. woes. That's a Diab- Doom, Doom, yeah. I knew about it. Doom Two, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Doom Two, that's what like you were talking about. It's like about old games. That's what it is. Yeah, right, right, right. right? All right, okay. Uh, it's, <laughs> oh my god, you can tell it's been a long week. Diablo Two Resurrected mm-hmm. had some server outages. What do you guys want to talk about that?
2: I mean,
0: uh, we, you go ahead and take this one.
2: You want me to grab it, or you want to grab it?
1: Now you can grab this one.
2: Um, Oh, geez! I just think...
1: Way to to pass the buck, Hebrew. There's,
2: um, you know, the game has been having some stability issues here and there, but they've had multiple massive crashes um, over the past, like, I think it's like a week and a half. And on top of that, they've had some character data loss. Um, So it it looks like there's a significant infrastructure problem with their database. Um, they posted a crazy long post. It's like over 2000 words where when, when you talk about transparency, I mean, they went deep into telling you exactly why the service is failing, how they've diagnosed it, what they've figured out, what their long-term goal is, what their short-term, uh, you know, fixes and everything. Um, but it's the community's pretty pissed off and and a lot of people are you know hashtag you know refund res uh, refund resurrected or whatever there's a there's a trending hashtag for it on Twitter or whatever but it's not good news for um, Diablo 2 fans Blizzard. and it's not good news for Blizzard with everything else that's going on for people who actually purchased it in the wake of everything else that's going on to feel kind of shafted um, was rough I haven't seen it yet but I also was you know out of town on vacation when this was all happening. So we'll have to see how it shakes out, but it's definitely not good.
0: Yeah. So I, I think well, I was going to say that. Um, so one of the biggest issues that they've had for sure is that the entire system, which was like originally like their plus they saw it as a plus. I'm not sure if it was also kind of an easy way to not have to do too much. I think it was a little of both. They kind of pitched it as, "Oh, it's a classic thing. It still has its classic feel. It's running on top of the classic system. It's using its legacy code." Well, that's what's causing all the problems. Is that it's still running on the core game underneath, which obviously has a lot of really shitty issues uh, in in the modern space. So they're trying to build on top of a what's a really cracking shitty foundation. And um, although it is fun too, because you can even, you can even have a uh, they have this key that you can hit um, if you are playing on the computer. At least I am not sure if there is a way to do it on Switch or not. But where you can actually see the original game running underneath, it'll cut the the modern prettier version yep. that's running on top, and you can see what it originally looks like in real time while you are playing. I, I did that actually all the time. Um, on my computer because it's it's honestly pretty fascinating to see just how terrible the original one was because you know, <laughs> in, in a long time you like romanticize it a bit and then I'm like holy uh-huh. shit that that blob is was me like yeah uh, well I think so, yeah, yeah the
2: funny thing is is that you know that was a max 800 by 600 game a patch two years after yeah. it came out but but you right. were playing it on a 15 inch monitor now you're like on your 27 inch you know 4k widescreen you're like man yeah. that game looks like butt. You know, it really yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so,
1: so.
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say. So basically, like you build. I, I, I think where you're heading is like, I don't understand why you would remake a game or resurrect the game, as they call it, and use old shitty code and not like or even if you wanted it to run similarly. There's, there are new uh, techniques and new things you have available to you in development to kind of do the same things, but in a much more efficient, modernized way.
2: Yeah. I think well, I'm, I'm, and like, the, the goal was to, to this is what it kind of boils down to is the goal was to do it as cheaply as possible. And exactly. yeah, and that's what and i think. To, yes. And, and, and to quote unquote, preserve the integrity of the experience, do as little change right. as possible outside of final bug fixes and polish for new machines. Um, And they just it just boils down to the old code was never designed to handle the amount of um, calls and requests that the server would take in the way it was built because the player base was always so much smaller, you know, 20 years ago. So what that I mean, from a database standpoint. They have one call that then initiates five other calls on three other servers, and then and then and then they've got oh one hundred fifty thousand people making that call at once, which then creates five hundred thousand calls, and then the server thinks it's being doxed and it it crashes. So oh, yeah. they oh, they, they have this layering problem with regional to global and then global to regional rewrites. So they've they've figured out why it's doing what it's doing. They know what to do to fix it. And and they're working on it, but they have some things that they've diagnosed that they haven't quite figured out how to fix without significantly altering the way the code is written, which could introduce all kinds of new stuff. So they're kind of in a crappy spot, but the short term goal uh, fix is uh, putting a limit on how many times like you can make a call. So like if you're rapidly making and, and pulling down games like Pendle Skin Runs that lasts like 30 seconds and then you close your game and start a new game and then close your game and start a new game you're going to end up getting an error and then it's going to be a generic error so you're not going to know if it's because you've hit that limit or if it's because the game is actually down which is also very stupid of them to do and they're also going to put in a login queue now so if two if they if they oh, if they reach a certain number of calls a login queue will kick in to to help rate limit the amount of calls going into the server to keep it from crashing. So it's just, right. which oh, hold, is
0: hold,
1: shitty. Hold, for on, hold on. on. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You hear that? Yep. Oh, you're not going to, that's, 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 that's Amazon knocking on blizzard's door. Oh, telling okay. them, hey guys, guys, ser- server queues, but that idea, that yeah. yeah. idea. <laughs> so anyway,
2: that's what's going on there. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, speaking of Amazon and server, bad server queues, uh, New World, uh, they announced actually, like, like a little bit more about their server transfer stuff, mm-hmm. and people that are not happy, me as well. <laughs> um, but, the the more important thing is, when you're playing New World, the game's been out for a little bit, and, like, we've kind of reached a point where we're seeing how players are going to interact with the game And they're doing a lot of the same things they did on old MMO games, you know, wandering around, gank squads, uh, you know, gold farmers, uh, all sorts of really cool shit that we used to have in all the old MMO games. Am I the only one here playing New World? Was anyone else playing? I'm
0: pretty sure you're the only one. Uh,
1: I'm the only one. Great. Why did I bring this up <laughs> uh, Well, I, I know
0: what you I I know what you mean. I I've, I've heard of a lot of issues with with that and I thought that they already fixed that, but I guess not. So there's well, still Yeah, a massive so they fixed well
2: no. So what they did was they limited um, the problem is is originally they were going to have this cross realm code where each server was limited to 2000 people, but the servers could talk to each other. So right. you yes. could basically group up with people that were not in your actual physical 2,000-person server. Well, right. guess what they didn't finish? They didn't finish the code <laughs> that allows that to occur. So because that was known, you had these tons of people trying to jump into these servers because they want to play Specific with their friends. Servers. So yeah. once yeah. like a, someone streamers. would pick a server, like my old WoW guild... You know, when the whole guild and all their friends are playing, you're talking about hundreds of people, hundreds of people, when there's only 2000 slots, they don't get on the same server. I have a group of friends, um, a small group, like 20 people. They're on five different servers specifically because they couldn't play together because they couldn't get into the servers together. So it was like. A couple of them got on this day, finally got in the queue, finally got on a server. They started when by the time, you know, four hours later, that server is full. Nobody can get on it. That that group makes on the next server. That server fills up. So in the course of 24 hours, you've got 15 people on five different servers and it's a mess. And um, so then without the cross server, now your friends can't play with each other. So they they said... We're going to give everybody free server transfers. Nobody worry about it. Just make your character wherever you can play and we'll get everybody connected with their friends later. So everyone's like, cool. Now they're saying, well, one, we're having trouble getting the server transfers working. What do you know? And two, Mm -hmm. we're not going to allow anyone to transfer to a server that is a high population. Well, that's all of the servers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can't transfer regions.
2: Yeah, they had said you would be able to transfer regions. So if you were like U.S. based and you can get into an EU server and play that you were going to be able to transfer back to your U.S. server when they got everything sorted. Now they're saying, nope, our code will not support that in any way, which I've heard I've I've had seen database engineers like basically that is bullshit.
1: No, they don't, they want, to make don't, that. They don't want, want to just don't want to generate
2: that level of work yeah. to verify exactly. all that data when they transfer from one database yeah. to the next. So, Precisely. so they're coming and then, and they're also saying now it's not going to be soon. It's going to be at some point in the future. So now you've got these people that are going, well, good. Now we'll all be max level. We'll all be in different factions. It'll be just, it's just, it's not a good look for them. Um, no, right now. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's
1: bad. You know, and and you don't even have to go from like transferring from U.S. West to or U.S. to E.U. Like I can't go from U.S. West to U.S. East. That's why I spent all my New World time this week leveling another. Oh, character you can't even go from to west to east. People. I thought you could. Can't even go from west oh. to east. Nope. Yeah, because those are different regions um, within the game. They're different. Yeah. So it's just it sucks that you can't do that. So that's why <coughs> I had to take a character I was already at like level twenty-six. Then I had to go to level another character up. As a result of that, which I mean, is OK, I was a little bit more efficient in my leveling since I had mm-hmm. some experience in it, but it just sucks because by now I could be at like level 40 or 50 Yeah, on the one character. Dumb. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of <laughs> dumb. It's and I understand how people are pissed off about it. And it's just it's frustrating because. It's from a company who's tried desperately to get in the gaming and just can't get out of their own way. And you'd think the one thing that this fucking company could do well would be server structure, right? Like you, they, they Amazon, like a company with unlimited resources, a company be able with to un- do that, yeah. yeah. It's like you, you literally run like server like sure. you know computing stuff for other companies
0: yeah it's your it's your one benefit which is a stress point for so many other companies it's, it's the one thing yes. that you should have in your pocket you know what I mean yeah yeah I know exactly what you mean. Now, yeah I I, I, w- I
1: will give them credit I will give them credit to this the game didn't go down you just couldn't right freaking play <laughs> yeah I mean as far
2: as like stability of the server once it was up I mean give them credit they weren't crashing like every other MMO does but I think gap. I think their big downfall was they had a date and they weren't they hadn't finished everything for the date and they just weren't gonna push it back and we're paying Again. for that decision. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I haven't played so it yet like because I'm not gonna buy it until that's all worked out because I wouldn't. I know that all the servers that everyone I know that's playing on are all locked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so then idea. I'm paying playing by yeah. myself, hoping that maybe. You know, because the only way it's going to work is if they open up a 100 new servers so that people can kind of start to spread out. But then yeah. because the servers can't cross code, how many servers do you kill in the process where they're skeletons yeah. and you're going to have to merge servers later? And then how do you handle that? is. They're in a bad spot. So we'll see yeah, what happens.
1: And of course, the other problem is that since the game, the game's economy is player driven and you have the read, the player stuff that's like region and owning and things like all sorts of things that you'll lose when server transfers. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Anyway. So. All right. But uh, from a from a company that poorly runs their servers uh, and doesn't have a it has a lot of people to one that has even more people somehow FF 14 quietly hit 24 million subscribers they announced that the other day uh people started saying things like wow killer and the the, the, lead producer, the lead producer was like well no 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 I like both games don't call it a wow killer <laughs> but it's like uh, did, did did you guys even think that ff14 had reached that I mean that's Not higher than I think close did I think that they had that kind of yeah. that's higher than wow no, I think max, Ra- right?
2: wow's peak was like 17 million like in the heyday yeah um it's it's nuts i think you're seeing what a player friendly lead can do. I mean, he's been known to say we expect our players to stop playing and take breaks and go play other games and then come back when expansions drop. They don't, he's like, I don't, I don't want you guys to just play my game and only my game. And that's it. I want you to just play my game, have fun, take a break, play other things, come back, enjoy the new content stuff like that. So he's, it's a very different outlook. On development which is cool and it seems
0: to work seems like out for yeah he's a really nice yeah, guy um,
2: and he's always been really cool and chill and, and whatnot and they got a new expansion that's dropping and i mean anyone can turn on account and play the the full f- initial game plus the first expansion up to level 60 unlimited for free right because they've that got like five expansions now so yeah. it's it's kind I mean, of interesting that they've they've gone that way, and uh, it's paying off for them. They're definitely um, kicking some ass. That's a lot of subscriptions at fifty. I mean, bucks its a numbers
0: lot. are so large that it, it literally has me thinking about potentially hopping in and giving it a go.
2: Yeah, playing it. I know a lot of people that
1: are playing it. I played it for a little bit. I have like a level fifty paladin or something, and like I don't know, maybe I'll maybe I'll pick it back up again. <laughs> we'll we'll see. It's just like that. It means it, it there's a lot of people that you can, you know, hook up with and, and, you know, join guilds and whatever. But it's just amazing that it quietly surpassed what we thought was something that was unsurpassable.
2: Yeah. In the right? moment he where you think yeah. MMOs are dying, right? Final he, Fantasy exactly. quietly says, Oh, yeah, by the way, we've been open for this long and we have 24 million people. And you're like, Well, maybe that isn't a dead job. <laughs> and, the,
1: and the other thing about it that you have to remember is like, this is the second like revision or whatever of this game because when it first came out
2: everybody hated it oh yeah it sucked i played it it was, oh, and, it was bad
1: yeah and then they re they revamped it came back brought it back and all of a sudden and it was like one of those things where you you heard about it like oh they redid final fantasy 14 oh okay and then it died like no one heard and then all of a sudden within i'd say the last year or so people have been talking more and more about this game i've been hearing about it in in conversations and people have been talking about some of the cool stuff and and how you got to get through the first you know the first base game stuff but once you hit the expansion oh my god this game is amazing (laughs) um but it's a it's a monthly subscription though right mm
2: -hmm. yeah it's a it's a full sub game yeah
1: yeah so full sub game unlike new world which is you 40 bucks that you drop uh, you just piss into the wind and then, uh, you get no support after that. But like the, just the idea and the fact that I, I'm just still blown away when I heard that number 24 million, I was like that. No, yeah, no, that could not be right. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: What's the next one, Hebrew? This one's you.
1: Oh, this yeah, one's League of Legends. the next two. I yeah. think are you big guy. Oh Hebrew, Hebrews, yeah, he's been quiet for most of this uh, this session, but this time we're we're rolling right into Hebrew's wheelhouse. We got uh, League of Legends getting rid of cross chat, so you can't you can't uh, uh, complain about people who are jungling poorly and not not hopping in the right lane and well, what what.
0: This is an interesting thing that they're doing here because I mean they have said for the uh, you know a long time like there's a problem with the community on League of Legends. It's just hyper toxic, blah blah blah. Um, and it's true. I mean, it is. But I, I feel like that's the case with basically any competitive MOBA game. Or, or competitive online game. Like, I feel like you always have assholes. Like, assholes aren't exclusive to one game type. So
1: I, Any game with people in it, you got a-holes. Exactly.
0: So I don't, I don't know why, like, League of Legends specifically people mention as, like, has a toxicity problem. Like, it's it's everywhere has a toxicity problem. Now, dealing with that problem is, is something that, you know... I guess you can try to do as best you can, but there's only so much you can do to limit people from going into their natural form whenever they, you know, (laughs) are embarrassed because they did something poorly and then attacked and, you know, people are losing and, you know, for reasons that are sometimes totally out of their control and feel, you know, really upset, like, those things just explode out of people's own times, and it's just kind of how it goes. The only way that you can really stop it is to take away chat, period, and go with signals. You know, you have your you know, ping this, ping that. Then your biggest enemy is just how many times someone can ping something to try to piss you (laughs) off. (laughs) Because even that, people will try to find a way to fuck with
1: you. But Oh, yeah. um, I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. Exactly.
2: (laughs) But honestly,
0: like, what's funny about this is that, like, 90% of the toxicity in this game is your own fucking team. It's not the other team. (laughs) The the other team are honestly, like, usually, like fairly friendly um, because you know that you are against each other but it's not like too often when people are like man fuck you bro like you know how dare you get that shit off on me and try to kill me it's like yeah no shit uh, it's yeah. it's all of the people were are like, fuck you, why the hell did you do that on my team, asshole? Get out of here. Stop like, feeding you piece kind of shit, of,
2: learn to play. Exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> like, I'm feeding, I'm fucking quitting, like all this shit. So that, like all the toxicity is honestly on your own team. So this really isn't going to do much, except, I don't know, I kind of like talking to people on the enemy team. But, because um, that's where like you kind of expect to talk shit. Like, there's not yeah. too much yeah, that yeah. happens there that's unexpected. The only thing that, time that it really rattles people is when it's your own team, and then they start doing things to fuck with you. Because you expect the enemy team to fuck with you, right? Yeah. That's kind yeah. of the point. But, yes. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like they're going the wrong way on this. I don't know. but us um, we'll see. So, yeah. I mean, it was it was weird that they, they tried to include... I'm not sure if it's still a thing or not, but they tried to include voice chat, like, natively in the Ooh. game. And I was like, that is a fucking mistake. Like, I yeah. remember whenever that came out, I was like, this is terrible because... You're going to have all kinds of issues. Because this is a a player base of any age, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, you are going to have people making fun of other people for their voices. And people can talk directly to other people. Like, this is a fucking nightmare. That's bad. So they've had bad, like, you know, trial and error things with uh, League of Legends in the past. This one's not going to be done handled very well, I think. But um, that's why I like... Honestly, like Pokemon Unite is pretty good for it because uh, it's so goddamn hard to type anything. Like they have yeah. they have a chat, but yeah, it's fucking impossible. it taking you like five minutes to write the simplest thing. So it's totally ineffective for like pissing people off. And no one even like ever looks at the chat anyway. So it's usually just like you're pissing in the wind if you're mad. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's um, it is what it is, but that's what they're trying. So we'll we'll give it to them and see how it goes. I have a feeling this will be reverted. you think so yeah it's like toxicity went down zero percent yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) and then just now because i can't i can't talk shit to the other team i'm just gonna talk more shit to my team exactly (laughs) but yeah that
0: is it for the league of legends all
1: right speaking of uh games with toxic players call of duty maybe Mm -hmm. but uh this one this this one isn't toxic as so much as it's Ah, oh, damn it. I had a good one, but I lost it. Forget it. The uh, what vanguard
2: zombies right, right?
1: Right? It's not toxic.
2: Yeah. It's undead. There you uh,
1: go. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of something with, like, you know, some sort of play. It's not toxic. Or... It's viral. Yeah, Maybe. there we go. Yeah, yeah. It's not toxic. It's viral. Thank um,
0: you. But, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, Call of Duty uh, vanguard zombies. We have a sneak peek of the gameplay there. If anyone, like, I guess I'm the only one that has played uh, Call of Duty Zombies here. Muggin, have you played at all?
2: I did back in the day. I mean, listen, I I can't say you that played, I've you played, played OG Zoms. I can't say that I've really completely dedicated myself to a Call of Duty game since Call of Duty 4. Modern Warfare or whatever it was. Modern,
1: dude, yes, me too. And then
2: after that, it just it, I just never could get into another one, I think. I tried Warzone. You know, I picked yep. up Black Ops 2 and never really got into it. So, yeah, I mean, I have played Black Zombies Dogs. before. I think the mode is really cool. I like, I like the whole, like, you know, group of people against the AI and horde modes and things like that. So, um, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing for this one. So, you know, I, I love Call of Duty Zombies. That's actually, like, why I started playing Call of Duty. I didn't give a shit about Call of Duty the game. I gave a shit about Call of Duty Zombies. So, um, I don't know if this one will be replaced by Back for Blood with me because Back for Blood just came out. We're going to be play, playing a lot of that because it's a lot of fun, but... Yes. And it's <laughs> and it's on Game Pass. There you go. Cross plat or cross uh, cross play compatible everywhere for all of its platforms. So that's good.
1: Yep. 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 Um,
0: but yeah. So with this, I mean, it looks honestly like really cool. They introduced like these fucking looks like magic weapons and shit this time. Like we're getting closer and, and closer powers to, like, too. A, I think you can get magic fantasy- powers and stuff. Exactly. Like a fantasy kind of setup, which is looking cooler and cooler. So. Uh, I got to be honest. Like the you know the sneak peek just came out for the gameplay, so I would definitely say you know take a look at that if it at all interests you. But um, honestly, the story itself too for zombies pretty cool. It spans multiple games, and um, a lot of the characters are really interesting. And there's a whole big like overarching narrative to this thing, and it's it's really interesting. So I'm not only excited for the narrative aspect of it, but to get all these new um, systems in play is going to be actually pretty cool because uh, this one looks really sick. So but like I said, I mean, Back for Blood, Left for Dead, Left for Dead was my bread and butter back in the day. So yeah, yeah, we'll have to see um, if Back for Blood. Yeah, I'm dying to Retains play some, all of my attention. I'm
2: dying to play some Back for Blood. I mean, Left for Dead and Left for Dead too were just so good. Um, I know
0: you're going yeah. to sleep after this, but we like literally Hooch and I are about to hook up with uh, Shibby and Chew and play <laughs> a bunch of Black, uh, Back for Blood nice. right after this. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, On yes. that note
1: <laughs> Goodbye, get out of time here. To no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> time to go. Time to go. Time to go play gotta play some back for blood. Uh no with that uh, in, in all seriousness, that does bring us to the end of the the pod uh mm-hmm. this week. Uh we covered a bunch of stuff. Uh we got we got through it pretty quickly. What what are we doing for time? I think uh, it was an hour, hour and twenty seven minutes. I'm gonna ask yeah. you one question,
2: Ooh. Hooch. Mm-hmm. Did yes. you did you end up back in that He Man board game? uh no shit i didn't you didn't even do the dollar like i told you god dang it
1: uh, i know two, I two know, million
2: I know. man I just, it made two million bucks i,
0: know. I am shocked it's that too it late now million. isn't it not gonna lie I'm, I'm not shocked
2: i'm not i mean there's i did not think there
0: was uh, enough interest
2: their game right before that which was marvel so it is marvel i think it was like six million bucks or something like that they make a ton of money but Anyway, well,
0: the the thing, the interest for me wasn't like, I, I didn't think there was people that was like, oh, I didn't know enough people were interested in He Man. Like, I mean, there was enough for a TV show to be, a new TV show to be created for that. Two, two, two. TV You're shows. You're right. Um, but more of just board games in general. I thought those were like totally, like, super, super niche. Dude, these
2: days, bo- but I mean, I guess the, not no, the but, current board game market is a billion dollar industry already. So it's crazy. Cute. Oh, yeah. It's, I can't it's even remember crazy. It's the
0: time I've, I've ever wanted to play a board game.
2: You're playing the so wrong simple. board some games, homeboy.
1: Yeah, some of the. It, it's mean, not if, Life and Monopoly. It's not that kind of crap. If you're, like, I'm surprised. Have you not played um, Mechs and Minions? That's freaking lol, dude.
0: Bro, if you are suggesting that I have not played Mechs and Minions, I want you to walk out of this podcast okay i'm
1: just i'm just asking how dare you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes i have played and mastered that game actually that was the most recent board game i've ever played and granted that was okay years ago now that i played it but um yeah but i mean like i mean i was pretty badass at the pokemon board game back in the day (laughs) oh lord Uh, i'm just kidding wasn't that known to be like the worst board game in existence or something Uh, i mean
2: the trust uh, me there's uh, stinkers out there
0: Okay, yeah. Um, but anyways anyway, sorry, I didn't want to
2: derail that. I just I wanted to ask because I didn't get a chance to catch up with you because I've been gone.
1: Yeah.
0: All good. All well, right. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode for this week, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Once again, make sure to check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. Make sure to check out the Discord, our public one, Discord.me forward slash ANR to join in on that. And then make sure to go to Apple Podcasts give us those five star reviews. And that wraps it up. So thank you guys. And we will see you next week. Laters.
2: See ya.